Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? It is Friday, the 29th of November, 2013. This is episode number 112 of Timberwolves Explosion. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. And with me, once again, is the people's champ, Vince Germano. Uh, good to be with you uh, again, Joey, on the day where I just found out the Lakers have a better record than the T-Wolves. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's going to be an ongoing gag, I think, in the, <laughs> for the rest of the episode here. Yeah, well, thank I, you. Think you, I, I think you deserve it because um, <laughs> you uh, you hung a lot of crap on me, didn't you? Well, it was one of you. Well, oh. Marcus, I think it was. He, uh, after you actually absolutely torched us, but we've had the last laugh, so... Um, as oh. I say down here, um, get stuffed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> zing! Oh, there's copyright infringement. There you go. I'm already going to get sued. Oh man, yeah, it's yeah. After posting that picture on the on the Facebook page, oh, all haughty and excited. Yeah, the Lakers have a better record than the Timberwolves. Uh, <laughs> we are eight and nine. The Lakers are what was that? Eight and eight. Yes. Something ridiculous like that, yeah. And I can't believe I'm celebrating Lakers being eight and eight. That's, um, <laughs> that's just crazy. In a way, it's good though if there's no uh, ripped. Ach- I mean, Kobe Bryant, no ripped Achilles. <laughs> that was a forecaster rip. That was, that was forecaster. He did that. No, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's not. A, it's not a nickname we're particularly fond of in LA. But um, <laughs> that's right. At the end of the day, we've still got a better record. Yeah, yes, you do. That's just really, really <laughs> funny when you think about it. Oh, all, all we're missing is Chase Bunninger and Ronnie Turiaf. You're missing Kobe. <laughs> you still have a better record. Ugh. Defense wins championships. Uh oh. Did I? Well, then, that? If, if, if if that's the case, uh, the T Wolves and the Lakers aren't winning anything this year. No, it doesn't doesn't look so hot right now. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, as per usual, we will start with league talk. That's uh, obviously one of the three one of the three topics on the docket. The Lakers have a better record than the Timberwolves, so pretty much jumped and grabbed that one early, which is fine with me. Um, <laughs> it's a good way to in- introduce the show here. Uh, of course, then we jump into Timberwolves talk. Um, yeah, we have a trade to talk about. And uh, af- after that, our, our weekly award demerit, Johnny Flynn, Lone Wolf Awards. Johnny Flynn's obviously the negative one. Uh, and then a little bit of fan interaction on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, sound good? Uh, let's get into it. Can't wait. Yeah, we must. Yeah, we must. It's, uh, yes, as mentioned, this is a, oh, this is one of those weeks. Um, looking awfully familiar, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, we were one in four. Cause, uh, oh, and by the way, we're recording on Black Friday instead of Tuesday, uh, Schedule's getting in the way, busy, you know, totally understandable, of course. Uh, I've been there a million times, so, yep. Uh, in fact, I believe the court side was Vinceless. Whoa. I, I was. I, I missed uh, my own show this week, unfortunately, because uh, work commitments, but I uh, should be back hopefully this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Obviously, you know, I'm extremely flexible with that type of deal. Uh, and obviously, this week, uh, getting Friday off is really nice, too. It helps. Um, in my case, good old Black Friday when, yeah, when it's way too many people shopping and hurting each other. <laughs> I should, I should say, uh, look, don't be surprised if Courtside's ratings are down this week without me there. So, um, yes, yes. and yours, and yours will be up, no doubt, because uh, I'm on. <laughs> they should be, they should be, because uh, the last show, the numbers have finally been popping up a bit here. Uh, Thank I was you. Just for- having a 
I was just having a crack at Hank then because um, <laughs> after the dribble that he spoke about Kobe Bryant, uh, not just he, he and BG spoke a lot of dribble about Kobe Bryant's new contract. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, um, he can get stuff too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's another topic we should throw in because he did get a contract extension worth quite a bit there, about twenty five a year, right? Yeah. Well, I'd like oh, to hear that. your your thoughts on it because I, I have no problem with it at all. <laughs> I don't mind it either too much because it's like, yeah, it's a lot, but they, you know, they always find a way to work around stuff like that. At least the Lakers do. Kevin McHale couldn't or anything, but because <laughs> he kept giving. But the main problem with him was he kept giving the wrong people five million a year. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Salary cap exception deals, which he just kept doing it to the wrong people. Where I think the Lakers haven't been quite as notorious in that area. So, as you say over there, yeah, good on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I I don't have a problem because I, I, I'm pretty confident Kobe's going to come back just pretty much the same Kobe. Uh, I'm pretty confident he can do it for two more years. There's only really one free agent that, and I'm talking big free agent, that the Lakers are probably looking at, and that's Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah. it, I don't think they're in a rush to spend the money. And I think when Kobe's, I'm pretty sure when Kobe's two year deal is up, mm. Kevin Kevin Durant's there up at free agency. Wow. <laughs> I think, I think uh, Kevin Love is up. I don't know you hate that. that again? Yeah, I, I know you're not happy with that, but you know, <laughs> the Lakers are going to offer these guys money. And Kobe has said there is a plan there. They've they've outlined how they're going to build around me and and this and that. So let's just see what happens before we all just. Jump on and say what a crap contract the Lakers have stuffed themselves up. Mm. Let's be patient. Let's see what they get after this season. Yeah, it's like I'm not ready to call it a crap contract. No, I'm I'm more in agreement with you on this, uh, honestly. And yeah, he's one of those guys who's grandfathered in pre both lockouts, so he's able to sign twenty five million dollar contracts. And of course, being with the same team all that time as well, it re, uh builds up all those rights and stuff to go above the quote-unquote max contract range. Um, and, hey, they, they offered it. Now, Kobe didn't necessarily demand it. He just took it, I guess. He just said, yeah. okay, you know. Well, to say, to say, uh, and look, you know I've got a lot of love for Hank, and he's a good buddy of mine, but to say, yeah. to say that he's done it for the money, look, I'm sure the money, who wouldn't take $48 million? But to say he's not interested in winning a sixth ring, and he just wants to break Carrera's record is just, it's outrageous. <laughs> uh, it's, Kobe has to play every game for the next two years and average about 30 points a game. That's not going to happen. So I don't think that even enters in Kobe's mind. It's all about winning a championship. With him, it pretty much has been. Uh, obviously, early on in his, yeah, obviously, we could go on forever about that part, the whole early on with this deal with Shaq and all that stuff, but we'll leave that alone. Pretty much since he's been the main guy it's uh yeah I, I think he's had more about winning the title than anything else in in general obviously and wanting to be the hero but then again who doesn't you know when, when you're like michael jordan wanted to be the hero too so <laughs> yeah well that's exactly right i, I yeah. just uh this we just need to preach some patience see what happens you know mm-hmm, absolutely Oh, yes, and we should mention, of course, I did say the court side. Of course, for those of you that may be new to the show, uh, we'll get into an announcement here very shortly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vince Germano is a part of the Courtside Podcast. Fantastic show on, 
iTunes, and of course, uh, is it uh, CRTSDE.com? That's it. That's the one. Yep, they do a wonderful podcast. Hank McCoy, Vince Germano, and BG. Yes, Buckets Magazine editor, right? <laughs> That's it, the one and only BG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so with that, also, uh, the Courtside Podcast is a part of the Oddman Media Network. And, uh, well, uh, as of now, the Timberwolves Explosion Show is a part of the Oddman Media Network. Yes, this is the very first show to ever air on that website in Canada. I want to thank Oddly Stevenson oh so very much for having us on board. It is it is awesome and great to be a part of the family on the Oddman Media Network. And nice to know we're actually, in a sense, working together now. It is, it is. And Audley's uh, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, Audley's a fantastic guy. He, uh, I've, I've never met Audley personally, but I've chatted to him a few times over Twitter and Facebook and just a great guy. He's always positive. He, he's he's just uh, he's good at everything he does, pretty much. So he, um, yeah, just let's enjoy the ride and let's just see what happens. I guess. Absolutely, a nice up and coming, nice up and coming website media network. I'm I'm very excited to be a part of it. So yeah, this is uh, exciting times for the show. I've seen a little boost in the numbers of late, and that's a good sign. <laughs> well, yes. I'm hopefully, hopefully the checks in the mail, Joey. The check is in the mail. $40,000. Okay, no, I, I wasn't supposed to say oh, that. That's a pay cut. That's a pay cut. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I tried. No, that might be uh, Jason Kidd's fine over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking forecaster's cut. Yeah, oh, you might have to at this point. Yeah. Oh, forecaster, yeah. Who, who's that again? Oh, burn. Zing. No. <laughs> Come on, I, Marcus. Where, where are you, Marcus? Where are you, Marcus? Come back, buddy. Come back, buddy. Not that I'm complaining with Vince Germano on here, though. Fantastic, fantastic. Yep, couldn't couldn't be better. <laughs> nope. But just mentioned, yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's just uh, throw out a little rumor out there. there. There just might be a new show emerging at some point. Um, we'll just, yeah, I'll leave that at that, too. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, right? Yep. Could be, could be. Could be, on yeah. The, on the horizon. On the horizon, yeah. And Timberwolves well, Explosion's not going anywhere, by the way. Oh, well, go ahead. Let's... Let's put it this way. We both love talking about our teams. Yes, we do. Yes, we, mm-hmm. we we want to talk a lot more about our teams. Yes, we like to talk about <laughs> our teams on the on the same... <clears throat> <laughs> hint, hint, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. So, speaking of... Well, okay, maybe not. I was about to say... I was about to jump into the game reviews. Pardon me for that. Um, well, there's some... There's a, uh, you know, how they have league sources and all that stuff where they don't want to name themselves, of course. Uh, There's an NBA GM saying that the Houston Rockets have a delusional asking price for Omer Asik, yes, who has demanded a trade twice now. Um, I think he should, yeah, I I, I think he should be traded because he deserves to be, he deserves to be a starting center on a team. And heck, for the longest time, I would have taken him here, too. Mate, I would have. Uh, I was actually hoping we'd get him in a sign and trade with 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 Howard, but mm-hmm. totally, totally, oh, big time. I totally agree. Needs to go. They should do the right thing by him because, as I said on on the on the courtside podcast, they wooed him when he was a free agent, knowing full well they had their eye on Dwight Howard, and they, t- you know, they were they were selling him. Oh, you know, you're our centre of the future. 
And they go get Dwight Howard, and it's like, oh, you're playing power forward. And he's mm-hmm. not a power forward. He can't play power forward. No, that's weird. And obviously, and, and also at the same time, you, you already have, uh, you had Hacka Asik last year in the playoffs with, with <laughs> Oklahoma, um, James Harden's former team, of course. And then you have Howard. Do you want to have Hacka both? No, Hacka Howard Asik. What the heck? I, I, yeah, look, I, I, the thing with those stories is why can't they just release at least a couple of deals that have been you know, um, mooted and, and talked about. Like, you know, as is, is, is Rockets asked for, I don't know, uh, Kevin Love or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be I nice know, to I know. know what, I don't know what, I want to know what the, the meat of the deals are. Cause, yeah. Um, I hope, hopefully they can just get themselves a power forward that fits. That's what they should be going. I'd be going for like someone like John Thompson or something. Yeah, they need a power forward, definitely, to go with, you know, a complimentary power forward to go with their, uh, well, he's definitely not Hakeem, but let's see, well, let's just say maybe like an Otis Thorpe type to go with, you know, like which Hakeem used to have long ago. Yeah, I oh, loved, how good was Otis Thorpe? Loved Otis Thorpe. Old Meathawks, we used to call him. That was, that was good times, wasn't it? He was, he was valuable. Oh, big time, big time. I like that team, without a doubt, obviously, we... I loved Sam Cassell, and when he came here, I loved him even more. Oh, man, that was a fun team to watch. Yeah, it was, absolutely. Ori, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Big shot, Bob. Big shot, Bob. You got very well acquainted with him just, just oh. for a few few years there. <laughs> oh, I, abs- I was shattered when he left to go to the, um, the Spurs. I was yeah. absolutely shattered. That's but he could, see the, hmm? he could see the writing on the wall, I think. Yeah, sometimes it's just, yeah, the time runs out, and just like Fisher right now, I'm going to see him in the background here <laughs> in my quote-unquote Paladino Studios. No, I'm <laughs> quote-unquote, right? The Paladino uh, Mansion. The Paladino Mansion. Oh, <laughs> man, I wish, right? Oh, man. So, so do I. So do I. I'd have somewhere to stay when I come visit Minnesota. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that, that would be nice. That would be cool. Those, those that, that day will come. I'm working on it, working on it. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yep, I hear you. So, uh, any more league talk you may think about uh, that, that may be uh, that may be on your mind right now? Or oh, well, I've been I've, I've been working so much I can't even think yeah. right now. Yeah, I've read so many so much stuff, but I just can't think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there ooh. until Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> I was there until <laughs> Wednesday. Up on on that one. Oh. Oh, I should uh, should wish all our American friends over there happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, thank the, you. Yesterday, I believe it was. Yep, yep. We had our Thanksgiving. Yes, we did, and it was um, it was all right. It was awfully cold here, but uh, it's different every year. Some years it's fifty, some years it's like twenty. And this year it was twenty, so twenty degrees <laughs> Fahrenheit, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. It was uh, well, it was it was still nice though. Kind of kind of long, but nice. Yep. Kind of like mate, terminal explosion sometimes, long day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a day off, mate. Don't complain. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> oh man, the day off. They they do exist. Mm-hmm. It's not a myth. Yep. <laughs> so with that, um, oh my, yes, we almost. I almost jumped away here. I, I should be fired for this. <laughs> uh, Derek Rose tore his meniscus. Oh my. Derek Rose has torn his meniscus. It may be partially because it's it's kind of old news already, but you know, since since the show hasn't been around for about ten days, but yeah, from ACL to meniscus, oh, Derek Rose, oh boy. Well, when I saw it, 
Mm-hmm. Straight away, I thought he's done his other ACL because yeah, yep. It was just it was no contact. Um, there was you know no knees clashing or anything like that, and you saw him uh, getting helped out at the back, unable to walk on his own, and you just thought the worst. And I was convinced it was an ACL. I was absolutely shattered for the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. Thank God the scans just—it was a meniscus tear. Yeah, and interestingly, he's still maybe out for the season. But it's—but usually a meniscus isn't quite as devastating for a career. Um, it's more kind of the front of the knee, I suppose, where the ACL is like the whole—you know—it's like the stem of your knee, basically. Yeah. So, oh my, Whew. yeah. I mean, well, it's, it sucks though. Hmm. Well, if you, if you if you I don't know if you follow Dr. Robert Clapper on Twitter at all. Oh no, I I should though. Yeah. But he uh he has got he just he's a Lakers fan, which is why I follow him. And um <laughs> but he, he he's uh regarded as one of the best doctors going around, I think, in terms of like knee injuries and Achilles pardon mm-hmm. me and stuff stuff like that. So Yeah. He actually said the meniscus has no there's no nerves in the meniscus, there's no blood flow. Um and it depends on the size of the tear of how long how much time you miss. So, oh, I see. Mm, so, like, how how severe and all that. But um, once again, Hank McCoy comparing himself to an NBA star. He's got the same injury, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Who's um, oh, who does? Hank McCoy. Oh, Hank Hank McCoy has a meniscus. My my illustrious co-host. Really? He had a meniscus. I don't know why I'm blanking. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought, yeah, I, thought all... I heard something about that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and he. Uh... He thinks Rose will be back in uh, three months. He's I not hope buying so. It. so. So do I. So do I. He's not buying the whole miss the season. So I'm hoping Hank, Hanky Boy's right. Yeah, I don't think meniscus is usually are like season ending type of deals. No. Mm. Yeah, like well, usually. Sometimes they can even be like two to four weeks, but this one must be worse. Well, Metaball Peace did his last season, but he, and he came back way too early, though. He, I think he was mm. just trying to. I don't know what he was thinking. Mr. Um, tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> But look, as long as Derek comes back when he's ready, whether it be three months, two months, six months, just come back when you're ready and, and the knee's fully healed because, you know, we don't want to see him go down with another oh. another big-time knee or anything. Yeah, too much overcompensation, and then you actually injure the other one, which is basically what happened here in a sense. Mm, that's, the way it, that's the way it goes. You come back too early, you're limping on your left left knee or whatever, and then you rip up the right one or pull it or whatever it is. Yep. Oy, oy, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm starting to sound like Master Splinter here. No. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry about that. Uh, mm. So with that, we will take our quick break, and we will come back and go straight into the Timberwolves. shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping and Amazon sees that we referred you and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. We are going round like 
And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 112. For those of you out there listening on your mobile devices, for Apple products, uh, you can find us on iTunes. For Android products, you can find us on the Double Twist app. Simply download the Double Twist app. And of course, through Microsoft and Blackberry, simply search for us, Timberwolves Explosion, that is, in the store. And you'll find us and you're ready to rock and roll on the go which I think is one of the best ways to listen to a podcast. In fact, the best way. Uh, also, of course, thesportstuff.com is our flagship website and theodman.com, yes, sir, for the Oddman Media Network. Thanks again, Audley Stevenson, over there in Toronto, Canada. Rock and roll. Toronto, Ontario, <laughs> in Canada. All right, so, yes, the Timberwolves, uh, it's, yeah, it was that kind of week, wasn't it? But... Before we jump into that, might as well start off with the Derek Williams trade. We've been hearing about Derek's, Derek Williams' impending trade pretty much since he was drafted from Con. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to California, which is where he's originally from, to the Sacramento Kings. Not the Seattle Supersonics. That never happened. Sacramento Kings uh, for... Um, Hmm. No, I'm for Luke Richard Maba Amute. Um, maybe the longest name ever. Ever. Uh, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But what's nice about all that, at least he can stop somebody. Which would make one guy on the wall, okay, <laughs> Rubio or Brewer sometimes. But I <laughs> uh, haven't seen him in action just yet, but uh, at least, yeah. I guess we bring in an elite defender, which I suppose was, I would think, the number one need on this roster right now. Well, look, Matt, I, I saw uh, on a Timberwolves... Oops. I... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Drop I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember the uh, Facebook page for this particular Timberwolves site, but there's a, there's a person on there who said, oh, why, why we've, we've traded him for some guy called... Mbar Mute, and he only averages five five points. Mm-hmm. I didn't go on there because I, I felt like ranting on him, but clearly this guy doesn't watch anyone else but the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like saying Mbar Mute, he's a he's an awesome defender, mm-hmm. and he can he can run the floor, and 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 he, he's not going to take silly shots, and not that Derek Williams did, but yeah. he's exactly yeah. what you need. He's exactly what you need because your defense stinks at the minute. Yeah. It's Dan. It's Tony esque. It's really Dan Tony esque. It's uh, it's time to rant, isn't it? It is time. Um, I'm just going to sit back and, and and enjoy the uh, Paladino rant. Uh, the true reason for Timberwolves explosion. That's the second word. Yes, uh, explosion of information, explosion of passion, and occasional explosions. Um, I probably won't. Uh, explosion of excitement as well. <laughs> I probably won't pop a blood vessel like I did that one time when I just went nuts about five years ago about Ricky Davis. <laughs> yeah, another guy who uh, refused to play defense. That's why they nicknamed him Buckets. Um, not after Buckets Magazine. <laughs> just after uh, a guy that refuses to play defense, all offense. Um, yeah, which Derek Williams is one of those two. But, uh, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm for it. I, I didn't, I'll admit, I didn't know a whole lot about him. I'd heard the name, but for some reason, I, I don't know what it is, why I didn't, I, I just didn't know enough about this guy yet, but very happy to have him now. 
<sighs> so yeah, <laughs> the defense this week. Uh, this team gave up as many threes as a well. It looked like it was a three point contest because there's nobody on anybody on the perimeter. Uh, I might as well save the rant until we actually get into the the game reviews because uh, it's gonna be it's gonna happen. Especially that the Houston game and the Denver game. Uh, the Indiana game was just a smother fest, which, uh, whatever, you know. Um, but first, we might as well start with Wednesday, November the 20th. Very briefly with this one, uh, Wolves and Clippers. It was an entertaining game for the most part, but it's like, okay, we're at home. We've lost by just barely the ball riot resting on the rim. Kevin Love missing a game-tying shot in Staples Center or Clipperland, whatever you want to call it, though it's probably really more Lakerland. Uh can't beat the Clippers at home, and this was a sign of things to come. What, Just how awful a week it was going to be, we had no idea. It was going to be as bad as it's going to be. But this was a sign that the team is on the decline. Kevin Love, 2 of 14 from the floor. Yikes. That ain't going to get it done, really. That is not going to get it done. Uh, <laughs> not even close. Five turnovers as well. Uh, he was grabbing his elbow and such. Yet, what's really ironic about all this is they were kind of like chuckling a little bit how, uh, uh, what do they call it, Uh, on on, uh, Blake Griffin, he has, I believe it's called a bursa sack on his elbow that tends to swell up. Yeah. And they were showing it and we were kind of chuckling about it. And how ironic that they're showing that and chuckling about it. I guess Kevin Love's elbow is bugging him and he shoots 2 of 14 and Blake shoots 10 of 19. So, great. (laughs) Blake Griffin actually had a good game, kind of. Uh, look, it, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a positive, but um, I guess at least you lost to a good team. <laughs> yeah, that was the good part, and it was 102-98. But the whole bleeping game, you could tell we weren't going to win because the score was a little bit closer than what it pretty much was the whole time. It seemed like, and this is pretty much the story of the whole week, with the exception of of that that guy's return to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to chuckle about that one in a minute. But the story of the whole week is the Wolves would be down early. They'd make little comebacks, cute little comebacks, but never get the lead back. Then they'd be down by 10 again. Then they're back in within 2 or 4, down by 13. Back within 2 or 4, down by 10. It's like, come on, because they keep giving up 3s or whatever it is. Uh, this game was no exception in the 3-point department. Los Angeles Clippers, 12 of 24 from <laughs> from the arc. Wow. That is massive. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is Lob City. You don't really think about the Clippers. I mean, yeah, they have three-point threats. J.J. Reddick, Chris Paul, Jamal Crawford, but Reggie Bullock. Hmm. <clears throat> Anyhow, but uh, you don't really think of the Clippers as this three-point gunning team. You think of them as Lob City. Yet 12 of 24. Ah. Well, you, well, you're going to hit 12 of 24 when there's no perimeter D. Exactly. Yeah, there was no perimeter D. Um, and again, the story of the week, pretty much. Kevin Martin, I'm telling you, yeah, this was his only good game. At least, uh, yeah, he actually shot over 50%, which is the only time you're going to see that this whole week. Had a nice game against the Clippers <laughs> and all that good stuff. 28 points, 10 rebounds, believe it or not, in a game where the Clippers, uh, well, they shot really super well. The Wolves shot 30, 38%. From the floor, 22% from three. Just a struggling type of night. Uh, Wolves shooting was way off. Obviously, love is a factor. Um, 
they're getting way too trigger happy from three, it seems like. This was the only game Martin actually shot well from three. Only shot three and made four. Uh, only shot four and made three, pardon me. Dyslexia kicking in. <laughs> um, Love and Brewer, one of nine combined from three. Uh, it's just it was a bad night. I, I, I'm I'm amazed we were with it. We finished within four here, but of course there was just a little bit of run at the last minute, though. So mm, it's just one of those games, I suppose. It just didn't didn't feel right from the get go. It's it, it's we said it last last show we we recorded together. Yeah, it's that magic hundred that that you yeah. know those you get the hundred. It's it's hard to the teetles they just given up too much. Yeah, um, and I still say I still say I think you guys are missing one, just a piece off the bench that can come off, and just score in bunches and and help the second unit out a bit more. Yeah, uh, Shved, Shved's not getting it done. Hummel's okay, mm-hmm. but he's not the guy. Cunningham's a decent role player. You yeah. would have thought, hope Derek Williams could do it, but I really think you're just missing one guy. They can just even like a Crawford, Jamal Crawford, to come on and bang his fifteen points in twenty minutes or something. That would have been a dream. I mean, we almost had him like three times. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the first one. Let's see. He was with yeah. That was the first one. He was with Portland. Basically, the deal was done. I believe it was going to be Beasley to the Lakers. I can't remember who was going to Portland. It probably doesn't matter too much per se because it didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> Um, it was the week where Portland traded everybody. Or actually, no, even before that, the Wolves pretty much had Jamal Crawford. They were, we were going to sign him almost for sure. But then like 19 other teams called him and he signed with Portland. It was never a fit at all for whatever reason. I can't imagine why not. But no fit in Portland. Okay, he's going to get traded. Now he's coming to the Wolves for Beasley. And then that didn't happen when everyone else from that team got traded. That was the fire sale week where McMillan was fired and everybody got kicked out of there except for LaMarcus Eldridge. Um, and then free agency again. Okay, now he's coming to the Wolves. It's over. Nope, <laughs> Clippers. Come on. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, that would have been per- that would have been perfect. Oh, wouldn't it though? Which again doesn't doesn't cure your defensive uh, problem, no. but no. Nope. But yeah, just every time I watch the Teagles play, I, I just think the uh, same thing. They just need someone off that bench. Yeah, it would be it would be nice. Uh, I you know I would have thought Derek Williams with all his athletics athleticism and all that such and quickness that he could have been something of that, but apparently not. Uh, had a very difficult time finishing at the rim. Rick Adelman acted like he just wanted to shoot him pretty much from day one. He just every time Williams would miss a layup or something, you'd see Adelman throwing his hands up in the air and like screaming about something. So I was kind of laughing about it on one side and frustrated on the other. So, can't imagine that made Derek Williams feel good. Mm. No, probably not too good for his confidence. I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> not too much. I would feel like crap if it was me, but I would try to fight through it. But eventually, it's gonna eat at you. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So uh, this game obviously didn't work out too well. Of course, oh Jamal Crawford, I wish we could have had you, but <sighs> luckily the, the Brooklyn Nets came to town. That is a team that. Uh, uh, forget about it. They're done. You know, I mean, if if they're not done, I don't know what else to say because they are like they're they're Kurt Rambising right now over there. I mean, these these are Kurt Rambis scores where they give up like one twenty, one fifteen, and score like eighty five. Oh, Jason, they Kidd. S- 
They are stinking up the joint. I think Jason Kidd thought he was at a casino or something when he said, hit me, remember? <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. I did. I did see that. That is, <laughs> that, that's, that's just, that had me, I, I don't know, laughing and cringing at the same time. It's like, well, what, what is going on? Yeah. So to like the, let the listeners know what what this is all about. Some people might be like, Joey, what is what are what are you trying to say here? Um, Brooklyn was playing Vince's Lakers, and of course the Wolves are Vince's second favorite team. So just letting you guys know, don't get too mad. But <laughs> um, where am I going? Uh, yeah, they were playing the Lakers. It was a close game. Nets were out of timeouts, and Jason Kidd was holding a uh, I don't know, I'm guessing pop or something in his hand with ice, you know, glass. A, a, a glass or whatever in his hand and he figured okay let's try to stop the play like some old-fashioned way he told one of his players hit me the player collides with them and the drink goes all over the floor and jason kidd's just kind of staring at it like huh <laughs> so it was a tactic that i guess he got the clock to stop but now it's cost him was it forty thousand dollars oh i think i think it's about 50 i think or is it 50 pardon me yeah yeah, yeah. dropping the ocean jason kidd i'm tipping yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but still, it's just, it's funny, you know. Just that look at his face just kind of uh, hit me, you know. Uh, yeah, he, he gambled and lost. Yep. I do feel I do feel a bit sorry for for, for Jason Kidd, but. That's got to be weird. Uh, There's something stinking down there, and it's I think it's a mixture of age and coaching. Mm-hmm, and injuries, everything. Yeah, yep. I mean, you got... Uh, I'm a, I used to call him Deron Williams all the time, which I don't know why. I'm weird. Uh, but yeah, D, the other D-Will out. Kirilenko, imagine that. And Brooke Lopez out. Yeah, so obviously that's not helping. But yeah, age is just a joke. Um, unfortunately, I mean, I, I like to respect the older players. I am I'm. I mean, heck, we, we would be older players right now too. But uh, shoot, it's some sometimes sometimes it's just not a good idea and this looks like one of those times holy cow well i've said to to hank and and, and bg a couple of times obviously clearly we can see now they've, they've played a year too long kg and pierce mm-hmm. um i mean kg i don't i don't think pierce has scored 20 points yet no this it's, season. it's been a hell of a season for them literally like in a wrong way pierce yeah. only had six points darnett had eight um uh, that team is terrible. I mean, everywhere they go, they lose by like 25-30, except for some reason that Laker game was close, but but you still won, right? Like, uh, just just barely. Just barely. That's funny, but at least you did. Yeah. Um, goodness. I'll take it. Yeah, really. It's like, goodness gracious, great balls of fire, right? No, that's what, <laughs> that's what this game was like. Um, it seems like every time Garnett goes against... Whoever the new power forward is of the Wolves, be it Al Jefferson and Kevin Love, he's always got to start something. He's just like Lamarcus Aldrich is always got to start something with Kevin Love or or whoever it seems like. Uh, started a little thing to me. I don't know if you saw it or not, which is okay if you didn't. But uh, they kind of got tangled up a little bit, and Garnett got called for a flagrant foul through uh, kind of throwing an elbow at, at Love. The, uh, were you able to see that at all? Just just curious. I, I, I did not know that. I did not know he no. threw an elbow. Yeah, and, and the truth is, it was so nondescript that, uh, you know, I wouldn't, you know, that it probably wasn't like front page news anywhere except here. Um, and he was barely front page news. Uh, but yeah, Garnett did get a flagrant foul and a technical, and it's just, I don't know. 
Garnett's always got to start something with somebody, but uh, for me it wasn't as bad as it could have been, I suppose. But overall, all I can say about this game is is that uh, the Nets did not show up to play whatsoever, and the Wolves took advantage, and thank God for that. We'll take it. But, but again, you, the Wolves are up by a million points, yeah. and Shabazz, zero Ooh. minutes. That's the... Yeah, I don't... I, <laughs> Uh, dang, eight, eight minutes. I yeah. mean, when you're up, when you're up by that much, yeah. give them some court burn. Give them some run. Oh, it's, it's I like again. I like Adelman, mm-hmm. but to not play those guys when you're blowing this team out mm-hmm. just makes no sense. It's it's utterly ridiculous, and you got to think they would even earn um, a couple minutes, even in like an actual decent game, like a close game, maybe some second quarter burn. Something like that, like four minutes to go in the second quarter and maybe a few late in the third. Something like that, early fourth. But I just, I, I don't understand. Uh, Shabazz isn't exactly knocking anyone's socks off or anything, but uh, Gorgie Zhang, hey, three blocks in his little limited time. Garbage but, time or not, three blocks, three blocks. Yep. But how's, how's Shabazz supposed to knock their socks off when, I yeah. can tell you, I, 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 don't, I don't know this for a fact, but I can tell you, I'm willing to bet that when he steps out on the NBA court, he doesn't feel comfortable yet. No, he doesn't. Um, and like one other thing, they're claiming that he has a sained ankle, but I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm beginning to wonder what that's all about. But from, yeah, from what getting don't. off the bench, yeah, really, <laughs> or in practice, I guess. But then again, oh, you man. know, it's like it's kind of lame though. Um, yeah, it's kind of it does sound kind of fishy a little bit. It's no, I totally understand about that though, about how he not getting any court burn whatsoever. His confidence is never going to get up anywhere, and it's it's a it's a mystery. It really do, is. Do, do you think he could have helped this season? Like, were you, were you ex- what were you expecting from Shabazz, or were you expecting Adelman actually not to play him more? I I thought he was going to get some burn. Like, I, I kind of had a feeling his minutes wouldn't be too high. Partially, I mean, they say he's, you know, obviously coming in a little immature and all that, but I'm kind of a, you know, like a gunner, but still, you know, still, I, I thought he was going to get like 15 minutes a game, something, and that's like a pipe dream right now. 15 oh. minutes would be like eternity, you know? Oh, he'd be, he'd be wrapped with 15 minutes. He'd be lucky to get 15 seconds these days. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, I'm, I'm really happy to see Gorgie a little bit, but obviously he should be getting more too. Uh, he should at least he should be the immediate backup center instead of putting some guy out of position out there like a Cunningham or something. He, Cunningham's too short to play center. I, I totally agree with that. That that uh, what you just said there. I, it bothers me why Dang isn't his backup. Pekovic's backup. It 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 does bother me uh, as well. It's and I know we're in the age of front court player versus you know instead of center, but still you know. And obviously that's just a little jab at like the All Star game thing, but. Um, you know, centers are shorter now. They're kind of just like big forwards, but still, I mean, six foot eight, I don't know. That's not really any type of scary defensive presence in my eyes. And obviously Kevin Love doesn't plug the middle at all. So yeah, well, it should what, be Shabbat. Or, well, or, why, when, when Edelman wants to spell Love and Pekovic, it surely, I mean, if we can say it makes more sense to put Cunningham at power forward and still have rim protection when Deng's on the, on the court, why don't I? It just baffles me why he can't see that. You can yeah. play Cunningham and Deng together because Cunningham's got a decent mid ranger as well. Mm-hmm, he does, yep. And Deng likes to rebound, block shots. So it's just 
I'm not even like the. I, I just. I'm starting to think. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe Adelman just needs to just give it up after this year. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, wait for it, wait for it. It's coming. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I hate to say it because right? yeah. because I I do really like Adelman. I've always liked yeah. him as a coach, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Just can't. I can't take much more of this. <laughs> yeah, it's too much of this. Uh, yeah, they, they refuses to play certain players. It's like he'll just lose patience with players. To me, Gorgie Zheng doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to go out there and make idiot mistakes like a Anthony Randolph type last year. And we turned the ball over literally like six consecutive possessions. I, I almost threw up watching that one time. And But <laughs> he actually stuck with him for a while there until after that game you never saw him again. But uh, Gorgie, my goodness, uh, a team that has no interior defense at all. Uh, Nicola mans up to guys, but he, he doesn't create any type of weak side defense. He's he's an okay strong side defender, but Gorgie's like a, he has a chance to be an elite weak side defender. And the Wolves have, have never really had that, except for Garnett at times. Who mm, you know, obviously, I think Garnett was a better strong side as well than than a shot than even a shot blocker, but. Wow, Gorgie. He he's the kind of guy he could really be one of the best shot blockers in the league. And the Wolves need that fear in the paint. And they've they they don't have it out there. Uh Marcus rants about it a lot, and I agree. Uh gee, I'll, I'll I'll third that. Um to mm-hmm. agree with Marcus as well. He, mm-hmm. To me, Adelman is just like he's a unless you're a seasoned vet, he's just yeah. gonna kill you, kill your confidence. He's a confidence killer. Yeah, just kind of a stubborn old bastard. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> That's about it, though. I mean, but even even yeah. Alexi Schwed, I've been a yeah. big uh, defender of Schwed. As I've, I've even uh, given you and uh, Mark as a bit of a serve over the time. Uh, <laughs> With our little, but, we make fun but, of people calling him Ginobili. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, he just uh, Schwed just strikes me as a kid that sometimes you need to just put your arm around and. and and say to him, it's okay if you're missing, like, a good shot, like wide open shot. Everybody misses. You're not going to hit every shot. Mm-hmm. I don't see Edelman as a guy to put his arm, as a coach to put his arm around him and put his confidence, like I said before. He just seems to be growing into this confidence killer as he gets older as a coach. I, I just don't get it. Yeah, he's insanely impatient, as you can tell. And a, a lot of those, a lot of those young guys, that's not a good mix. And heck, it was actually a bad mix even in Golden State when they were all young. This is way back in the mid '90s, uh, after uh, post, obviously post Trailblazers era, which was uh, yeah a good time. All veterans, pretty much on that team. Well, I, I think you oh. should hire. Dan, I think you should hire Dan Tony as your next coach. Uh. <laughs> because oh. he, he loves he loves coaching good young point guards that pass the ball. Does he? You're like, no. <laughs> oh, I suppose he does, huh? Steve Nash. Who? No, yeah, I, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't yeah, have said that. Right. I'm sorry. I had to say that. <laughs> like, Joey, he won the MVP twice, you know. <laughs> With D'Antoni as the coach. Oh, no. Yeah, that's that's true. That would be funny. We'd bring in D'Antoni. <laughs> uh, but isn't he also the kind of guy, if he doesn't like you, it's like, forget about it? Because I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. That... oh, big time, big time. Oh, if he, yeah, that's look what he did to Jalen Rose. Yeah, like Marcus used to rant about that uh, him in the past too. He's like, oh, I hate him, you know, because he would he liked him as a Suns coach, but after that, in New York, he would just say, 
he said, D'Antoni seems like the kind of guy that would just like say, get out of here. I guess they have a player's like, I want to get in. Yeah. He seems like that kind of coach. Uh, so yeah, no. uh, obviously oh. Adelman is. You know? We'd not wish D'Antoni on anyone's team. No, we need uh, George Cal, mate. George Cal. He's out there. He's very much out there for one of uh one of the <laughs> one of our teams out there. Wants to coach again? Mm-hmm. He does, doesn't he? Yes, yes. Uh, hey, Rick, are you sick of coaching yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's so weird to be saying that, but yeah, maybe I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, we and me and Marcus have been ranting about that for about a about a year now. It's getting there. Uh, I hate to say it, hate to say it because I do like uh, old Rick, but yeah. mm-hmm. he used to be coaching like the Heat or something, somebody like that. Yeah, because you, you know, know what you, they don't care about the what? bench there. <laughs> no, that's true. But you know what, you could go and win your next six, and then we we love him again. Who? We, you could go and win your next six games, and then we love. Oh yeah, old, that old Rick again. Are you sure that we're gonna? No, <laughs> no I, I hope so. Yeah, I mean it. it yeah, I mean the, I I got to think there's gonna be some positive run here coming up in the next uh, at some point. Hopefully by December, January, something 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 like sustained good run of basketball. Oh boy, because it's not happening right now, is it? <laughs> yeah, the Nets game was great, but ladies and gentlemen. And Vince, <laughs> this is the only win, guys. The only win out of five. Yeah, that was it. Yikes. Yikes. We played Ghosts, the Brooklyn Ghosts, Brooklyn Ghouls, whatever you want to call them. Uh, were obviously chained up with, with uh, they were like Jacob Marley. <laughs> with the tied up in chains, there's nothing they could do about it. But then the rest of the week, it was bombs away. Ah, and the Wolves head to Houston last Saturday. Uh, I don't even want to get into this one. Oh, I can't deal with it. It's like, yeah, we just beat the Nets by 30. That was son who taught Garnett a lesson. That SOB, we taught him a lesson. <laughs> back to back, we head to Houston, Texas. And uh, I don't know if the humidity got to the Timberwolves or just they just uh, forgot. They just, like, stayed home and these were, like, holograms because there's, there was no defense in this game. Uh, Kevin Martin... Shot 7 of 19 against his former team and was, uh, well, he made half of his threes, but overall, it uh, seems like he, it seems like oftentimes he's trying to do too much when he's driving to the basket and forcing up wacky, like, mid-range shots that are highly defended. And you see the Jeremy Lins of the world. Oh, I, I hate the Houston Rockets right now. <laughs> the Jeremy Lins of the world. Aaron Bleepin Brooks. So I just, I, every time we play that, Oh, I almost dropped, I'm almost dropping f bombs here, but that son of a bleep, that bleeping bastard. <laughs> Every time, and the guy wasn't even seeing the court the last two and a half, three years. Oh, but he's playing the wolves, so it's just you know he's on fire, NBA Jam, whatever it is. Ah, oh, six of seven. <laughs> I'm gonna call him down now, but it was like every single time the ball went out. Oh, he's open. Uh-huh, it went in. Yep, he's open. Uh-huh, it went in. And it was one after another. Patrick Beverly. I Ugh. don't... I thought he was a defensive specialist. Uh, I guess he was a three-point specialist in this game. <sighs> I can't take it. I'm going to throw up. But but again, mm. we have to we have to go back to that word. It <gasps> starts with D. Yeah, really? It's, it's, it's a crazy new fad that's taking off in the NBA. It's called defense. 
Yeah, because that's the thing, and it's been going on for years with the Wolves. I, I even tweet, tweeted this this night, uh, last Saturday, at Wolves Explosion, by the way. You can find Vince at, at Vinrock, right? Vin, V-I-N-R-O-K-44. That's the one? Yes, sir. So do do give him a follow. More than worth it, of course. Um, but I was tweeting how we've been seeing this garbage for like 10 years where, you know, the guy, there's a, re- there's a reason why these guys are making them. Yeah, they're having a good night and all that. But at the same time, when the closest player is like in the paint practically running out to get him because they get so confused by the, the complicated offense of whoever we're playing, <laughs> you know, the guy's got five feet of room to shoot the shot. Of course his percentage is going to be high most of the time, unless he just sucks at it. No, that's absolutely right. And yeah. Look, you don't have to – look, you can be the worst defensive player in the world. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think Martin's a great defender. Mm-mm. Even Kevin Love, from what I can tell, is not a great defender. But No, he isn't. Nope. You can improve. Yeah. You can make the commitment to improve. You can work on it. You can watch tape and say, geez, what was I doing there? I've got to work on this. I've got to work on that. You can become an okay defender, a good defender. No one's asking to become Scottie Pippen in his prime. But Mm -hmm. for God's sake, defend something. Take some pride in your defense. It's not all about the other end. There was plenty of scoring on this night. Oh, my. I mean, yep. And it's. Oh, go ahead. I'll leave. So I was just going to say that, that, you know, Martin hit 19, Peck had 14, Love had 27, Brewer 22. Mm -hmm. The the problem is the Rockets had 112. Yeah. That's the thing. that's what I'm saying. Just you've just got to. I don't know if Edelman's a man to uh, turn it around now on the defensive end. It doesn't seem like it. Um, yeah, we're starting to look like the the bad version of the Sacramento Kings there. Uh, and yeah, like you've mentioned in the past, and I completely agree, is that that big triple digit number? Yeah, the Wolves got a hundred, but way after the Rockets got a hundred. So that's <laughs> that's a big problem, and they keep giving up that triple digit. And it seems like whenever we don't give up the triple digit, we're getting we're getting stifled by the Indiana Pacers, which is the next team we'll get to in a minute. Oh boy, it's yeah, they're giving up way too many. I, I, it's it's just we don't want to we don't want to sound negative. Mm-hmm. Like there is a lot of positives for this T Wolves team. Yeah, yep. There, there's there's so many positives, but you just we're just asking them to improve and work on one thing, and and it's players like Martin and Love that we're asking to improve on the yeah. defense, and and even guys on the bench. And some of the guys who are good defenders, they need to stop gambling so much when. You know, shooters are not tough to guard. It, it sounded like you weren't done. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let you finish. <laughs> no, no, I was done. I was done. You okay, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to jump in on you like that. But, um, yeah, shooters are not that tough to guard because you're not guarding, let's just say you're not guarding LeBron James with the ball. You're guarding a guy generally who's not very physical, who, you know, they may have happy feet and they're kind of, you know, they they have a quickness to them, but it's not tough to guard a shooter if you just stay on them. You know, and even body him up a little bit, to be honest. And that's not something you see. You always see us leave our man to go help, you know, to go help out all the time. And that's where the Wolves have been getting destroyed time and time again for the last 10 years or more. It's just been an ongoing trend. Um, it's really entertaining uh, when, when Mar- when, like, haven't seen him lately. <clears throat> but in the past, watching games with Marcus, <laughs> it's 
funny because it's like the whole time you're like, what, what is he doing? Because they'll always see a guy left wide open from three. It'll happen like a hundred times a game. Like dead serious. I'm not even underestimating or overestimating the number here. <laughs> like, what, uh, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I can picture it now. I can picture it now. It's funny. It's um, it's just it, the it's the defense. Yeah. Apart, like I said, you know, that's that's the only negative about this team, and and well, the major negative, it's that defense. It's it really is. It's costing you big time right now. Yeah, I mean, there is no perimeter defense. Every time a guy starts to drive to the basket, someone slides out. Of course, that's going to happen, and it seems like uh, our defenders just do not. Or our defenders, our perimeter players, do not seem to want to focus on that at all. And I think I, I just I can't I can't put into words how frustrating it is to watch threes just going in one after the other. Uh, Jeremy Lin, I think, is one of the most overrated players of all time. I'm dead serious. I'm sorry to say that if somebody doesn't like that, but <laughs> but he was scorching us from three and and such. He was just one of them. Uh, we're we're seeing guys like I mean Aaron Brooks obviously it, it's no fun watching a guy that hasn't that hasn't really played much the last couple of years because he's been buried on the benches of Sacramento and he killed us there too but Houston traditionally in the past watching him just scorch us from the net because we again as you say refuse to commit on on these shooters but that whole Jeremy Lin game that he had <laughs> against the T Wolves yeah look I like I like Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin, but he's not a he's not a fantastic outside shooter. No, he's but not. Hell, if you if you're going to leave him open, this is the NBA. He's going to hit more than more than his fair share. Mm-hmm. And this is all we're just saying is, look, if you play get uh, really good D and run out and get a hand in their face and they still hit it, well, that's just that's just basketball. But you turn around and you say, you know what, good D, better shot. That's it. Yeah, really. You just want them? You just want them to run out and put a hand in their face, make them think about the, the shot. It's just not happening. Yeah, it's just simple stuff. The kind of stuff you would tell your your kids, maybe like if they're in a game, just put a hand in the face, something, please, you know, please. It's <laughs> exactly right. Oh, like exactly. for the love of God, right? They're <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just splashing trees on us. Oh, and and with all that said, did James Harden play in this game? No. No, James Harden didn't play, and we still gave up one twelve. I, I wanted to mention. I wanted to mention that to you. Yeah, it's like you, oh, uh, by the way, you jinxed. Oh, you jinxed your team. I, I did. I did because I, I do believe you sent out a tweet saying, "No, James Harden should make the job <laughs> should make the job a bit easier or something along those lines." So the minute you yeah. tweeted that, you put the nail in the table's coffin for that Just night. Dun 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 <laughs> like this. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, that was really. Uh, I, looked, I, I was just. <laughs> yeah. You look too far ahead, Joey. You look too far ahead, mate. See what happens. Oh, <laughs> uh, zing! Oh man, yeah. It, because I mean, it literally was like twelve zero. I'm just sitting there going, "You gotta be kidding me!" Because it was yeah. That's when the bad defense was immediately right at, right out the beginning. They started scorching the net from three, or splashing the shot, as we like to say. Um, that, that's like a slightly newer term, I think, lately. Um, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I did tweet that out. Yes, I said the Wolves' chances are better tonight. It's something like that. Probably not like we're gonna win, you know. But it should no, no, you're you, you, you pretty confident. You implied you're pretty confident. Okay, I better look this up. I, yeah. Good thing you I implied, have. You implied that uh, the way your tweet was worded, 
you didn't say you were going to get victory, but when you read the tweet, you'd be like, he's implying they're going to just waltz in here. Oh, and, oh. And, uh, so send your abuse to Joey Awajan. Yeah, you can. Thanks, thanks, thanks for costing us that game. Oh. oh, here we go. No Harden tonight definitely increases the T-Wolves chances, the hashtag T-Wolves chances. And then I wrote, great start. About, let's see, how many? <laughs> uh, there's no minutes. Doggone it. About five see, minutes later. You're implying. You're like, ah, no James Harden. Right? <laughs> Three <laughs> minutes later. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't realize how funny that is. Oh, I wrote, great start. <laughs> Three minutes, 7-11 and 7-14, uh, obviously central time here. Oh, my. You should have you should have hashtag sarcastic tweet. Oh, great start. Mm. Yeah, I hated this game. It was uh, you could call this the feature presentation, but I, I might even put the Denver one because that's just some total. Yeah, some total. You know what? Uh, we're we're getting to that one. We're getting to that one. Uh, just a few weeks ago, the Wolves lost one seventeen to one thirteen to Denver. That was Friday the fifteenth of November. Uh yeah, that's the next one after this Indiana game. Uh, probably, probably, I probably should get off the Houston game now before, yeah, before I get too, 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 like any, any, any louder. I'm headed that way. Indiana game. Uh, everybody's like, yeah, we're gonna be eight and eight. The way, the way the Houston game started, or whatever, people tweeting me and and just tweeting in general saying we're gonna be eight and eight because we have we already lost this Houston game even though we're three minutes in. You could you could tell. Uh, yep. And of course, we're gonna go ahead to Conseco. Is it still called Conseco? Not Con, not Conseco. Excuse me. Um, that was like, that was, that's a fatal blow right there heading to Indiana. The Wolves stayed teasingly close for the longest time, but didn't shoot well at all. I mean, it was just Clang City the whole night, the whole night, I might add. And, um, probably because Indiana play defense, you think? Maybe? Yeah, 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 that, that helps. <laughs> the Indiana Pacers play fantastic defense and they make their shots too. The Wolves played not so good defense, and they did not make their shots. And uh, what I didn't like also, because, yeah, like how Indiana's defense is good and everything, right? Yep. So, yeah, we're going to continue to force threes, and I mean force threes. Dead, dead serious when I use that term. The Wolves forced threes all night. Three of 19 from the floor. We shot 19 three-pointers against this team. Okay. Um, that's not smart. It's just not smart. Oh. I, I would have liked to have seen. Not, not that I would have liked to have seen this game, but <laughs> no. I, I, I love just to see I the love, pictures. Yeah. I, I really love Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Like to me, he's nearly jersey worthy. Like I'd go and buy jersey, but jersey. I, I, the, no, <laughs> I really want to see him. Uh, just, just pounded inside a lot more. I know he can hit the threes, and I know he can yep. hit the jump shot, but against this big Indiana team, I would have, I would have hoped that Love and Pekovic, I know Pekovic wouldn't step out that much, but I would have hoped those two would just Adelman saying we're pounding the ball inside, we need to go at Hibbert, we need to go at West, let's try and get Hibbert into foul trouble so he's off, let's try and get West into foul trouble, and then Kevin Love can step out a bit or keep going inside, but. I don't know, man. Look, let's. It wasn't such a bad loss against a really good quality opponent. Yeah, I think I think it was a good test. Mm-hmm. 
84 to 98. That's not too bad. Like, at yeah. least you know whereabouts <laughs> you are against the Pacers. Next time, you, next time you play, I'd be thinking, let's get a bit closer now, or let's even beat them. Yeah, I don't know and, your thoughts are, but yeah, I mean, at home, you'd think we'd have a, a shot at it. Like right now, the way the momentum's heading, it doesn't appear that way, but uh, maybe uh, you, you never know. Things can change very quickly at times. But, yeah, I mean, when you mentioned about going in down low for love, that's a huge thing. I mean, he he just, he loves, he just likes to just stay outside. And I, I don't, uh, it's nice sometimes, but not all the time. Like when you're like attempting nine threes. In, in this game, he attempted five, which uh, I, I think is eh, maybe like, we'll call it high end. Maybe not necessarily too high. But yeah. I I prefer it like three to five versus like five to eight ish, which seems to be his more more of his range. That would, that's just me. Yeah, he doesn't go down low enough, and when he does, they go in most of the time. We'll say Th- those long range shots they're not they're not a given, of course. And at times, when <laughs> when you're clearly off and when you're struggling, it's just maybe you gotta maybe you gotta adjust your game plan a little bit. And it seems like. A lot of these guys refuse to do that. Um, and when the defense is as good, yeah, you want to take higher percentage shots, I got to think. That was the way I would approach it if I was a player but or coach or whatever. But the Wolves just did not do that in this game. Um, and I didn't expect to win anyway because Indiana's awesome. They're 13-1, and one, I believe, or is it probably higher now? By the way, this was Monday the 25th of November, just to give you a date there. Not... It wasn't a very fun game to watch. The, the Wolves stayed in it the whole time, but they missed, like, everything. There were lots of turnovers, lots. There were 19. Um, Love was pretty sloppy. Brewer was really bad, actually. <laughs> he was flying around, turning the ball over. <laughs> Love had five turnovers. Brewer, six. He was just all over the place. Um, had a horrible shooting <laughs> night. He was jacking up threes. Oh, what's that? <laughs> Who was checking up threes? Uh, Brewer. Brewer, yep. Over five. Good stuff. No. <laughs> wow. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't really mind. Look, Brewer, you're going to get that from Brewer from time to time, but the guy plays so hard. Yeah. I can't complain too much. Yeah, it, and it was just an off night. I'll, I'll, you know, to be fair, it was an off night, and he's, he's going to have them. That's true, but you know what? He. he he busts his behind on, on D, and, and mm-hmm. when Kevin Love gets that rebound, he, he's one of the dudes running out. I love um, that. Yep. Yeah. He's, I, I really enjoy watching Corey Brewer. I like him a lot. It's just, you know, yeah. he just had kind of a bad night, I guess. And it seemed like what I, what it was, it's like it's the other side of things where obviously Love was dry. I was uh, shooting too many, th- or yeah, Love likes to stay outside too much. And in, in this case, I think Brewer was kind of trying to force his way through traffic too much, if that's okay to say. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it makes sense, but... Well, one, just... one, thing I'd, one thing I'd say to Brewer is, look, just stick to his role a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, try not to fall. I know against uh, the first time he played Denver, I think. Yeah. Was oh. it that game? That game he bought, I, I must... You've played Denver before, haven't you? Once before? Played him twice. Yeah, this uh, yep, yeah, obviously yep, that's this right. one. But then there was the one in uh, November fifteenth. That's and what I'll, I'm thinking of. I'll say this super quick. We gave up 117 points both times. Both times. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's crazy. That's if you don't laugh, you'll cry, won't you? Uh, it, 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 was, <laughs> it was a it was a cry uh, uh, cry laugh. 
<laughs> or lie, lie, no lie. That doesn't make any sense. Lie. <laughs> but but that game, that game against the Pacers, uh, that's what I looked at again and thought, wow, if you just had a guy off the bench again, which one? Or- the the Pacers one. If, if we could have had a, a valuable like, piece off the bench. Yeah, that, that Crawford type. Uh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, we could have really used it against Indiana. Because, I mean, have, have a look at the minutes. You know, like, yeah, Brewers, Brewers playing 40, Love's playing 40, Peck's 38. Yeah, Martin's 38. Where's Rubio. that guy? Where's Rubio that guy? 36, yeah. Mm. Exactly. Where's that guy who can come in and when, you know, Love's... Love and Brewer and, and, and Peck will go to the bench and they're like, oh, here goes the lead or, geez, we're going to be down by more when we get back in. Mm-hmm. Just It's unbelievable, yeah. And when you look at it, do you realize eight players saw the court in this game? Eight. And Robbie Hummel played ten minutes and shot and missed once. He got two steals in there somewhere, but uh, um, I suppose that's nice. Maybe on one of those cute little runs in there. But um, <laughs> obviously it had to be because he was a plus four. It's the only player on the roster that was a plus so he must have been in there during some type of little run, but yikes. Yeah, not going to make much of a difference just being 0 for 1 in 11 minutes. Mm. Yeah, no Shabazz, no Gorgie, no this, no that. That's <sighs> mm. uh, another thing, you know, Gorgie Deng not playing against a team that has so much length. Yeah, why not, you know? So it's, again, baff- baffling decisions by Adelman at times. Oh yeah, it just continued. It's it's been continuing all the time. He doesn't change anything. That's what I've. That's obviously been a trend with him. To, uh, not a mirage. He just he doesn't change. Yep, he's the best coach ever. No, <laughs> <laughs> he better be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no. With this game, it was just yeah. It was a predictable situation. We never play well against them. Um, even even when Indiana's not that hot, they usually scorch us from three or something. This night they scorched us from three. Not 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 like Houston, but they still made half of their shots. Just they just didn't shoot as many. But uh, you get the vibe. They didn't really. They weren't really scared of us at all. So that's about the wrap on that one. Unless you have any final comment on that. No, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a Joeyism. If I ever do a Timberwolves explosion shirt, they'll be yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look at you, and <laughs> what, what? What's another one? Uh, well, there you go. No, that's a Marcus one. There you go. <laughs> uh, so here it is—the feature presentation. If the Rockets game wasn't, this one is. Uh, this show probably a little bit longer because it's five games, guys. So just letting you guys know. Obviously, <laughs> schedule adjustments. So I mean, it's you know that's how it goes. Obviously, with me. Timberwolves explosion records whenever, you know. <laughs> you know how it was with Forecaster. It could be any day. It was like, when, when's it recording? Remember, you'd always ask me, when's it re- when are you guys recording? I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> uh, wasn't trying to be grumpy. It's just like, uh, with Marcus, it's like, yeah, it's a crapshoot. But, hey, when, when we record, it's great. Um, this game was not great. No, and it never is. The Denver Nuggets... <laughs> Uh, they're they're in the top three of the Joey's pissed off category. <laughs> I'll, I'll just sit, I'll just sit back again, mate. Let you, <laughs> let you just run off and hit them with both barrels. <laughs> what the hell are they doing? Okay, so uh, that's about <laughs> it. Kevin Martin was all over the place. 
The fact he scored 29 in this game is the biggest mirage of all time. Okay, he made all 11 of his free throws. I'm glad about that. Uh, his perimeter defense was non-existent. Constantly chasing guys who were already releasing their three-point shot, which would go in oh, half the time. Like, look at this, 50% again. Wow, what a trend. It's not a mirage. <laughs> this is a trend, ladies and gentlemen. 50% again. What a surprise. Can you believe that? <laughs> Indiana fifty percent, Houston fifty percent. Should I backtrack? I, I can't even. I can't even believe when you look at this fifty percent every single time. Does does this not does this not resonate with the walls? I, I just can't believe it. Uh, I wonder if the Brooklyn Nets shot fifty percent from three. They probably did. <laughs> I gotta check this. I'm gonna, they got thirty one percent. Okay, there we go. That's one. That's one. That's just because they stink. It's because they absolutely stink. They're they're ghosts. <laughs> the Brooklyn ghosts. Um, they they were buried. Clippers shot fifty percent. I gotta guarantee this here. Uh, I mean, I gotta believe it. Uh, come on, Lord, please. They shot fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, twelve of twenty-four. Like I was saying, every single game, fifty percent, and it's always <laughs> even. It's always the cutest little even fifty percent too. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> so I should call the title of the show instead of what I'm going to call it. I should just call it 50%. Huh? There's <laughs> another T-shirt right there. 50%. <laughs> yeah, the first quarter looked okay, but then NBA Jam took over in the second, just like Carmelo Anthony did about four years ago, 33-point quarter against the Wolves. We are kicking the Nuggets' ass in, in, the, in Pepsi, Pepsi Center, is it called? Carmelo scores 33 in the third. Yep. So the number three, obviously very demonic with the Wolves. Ugh. Well, mate, this is um, this is just two teams that play Scheisenhausen defense. And, I mean, the Nuggets. Yeah, Scheisenhausen, <laughs> yeah, yep. Okay, they got the, they got the win. Yeah. They got, this is D'Antoni ball. They got the win with 117 points, but they gave up 110, so they're happy. Yeah, but it is D'Antoni. D'Antoni. I keep saying D'Antoni. It's D'Antoni. Pardon me. So, uh, yeah, it, it's the same theme. And, again, we're not trying to be too negative, but, you yeah. know, Nuggets fans would be saying, okay, we won, but the defense sucks. Yeah, see, yeah, the Nuggets are saying the same thing, I'm sure. And they're not having a very good year, but they look awfully good against the Wolves, right? Actually, they're 8-6 and six now. Damn, they started really bad, but they're on a run, pardon me. Um, but have, a, have a look at the points here. Like, it, from both yeah. teams, yeah. a lot of guys had really good nights. Like 90, the first team, 90, yep. the, the first team to play a minute of defense wins. Mm-hmm. And the Nuggets sort of did, I guess. Uh, it was mostly just the Wolves were starting to miss some shots or something, or just turnover, turnover city. Denver had 12, which is not bad. The Wolves had 16. So that that's probably one of the main differences right there. And uh, there's the other big thing right there. Nuggets shot 50% from three, but the Wolves 25 and we shot more threes than they did. So, bad shot selection. That's that's what that adds up to to me. Like if, if you're not on, slow down, please. That's what I used to scream at Rashad McCants at in the past. <laughs> I hate that guy. Ugh. But then again, I guess I don't have to. Um, and Denver's obviously a really good hustle team. Really. They really hustle after that ball. Very athletic. Yep. Remarkably, remarkably, when I said how they hustle and get the rebounds, nobody on their roster got double-digit rebounds in this game. I can't believe what I'm seeing here. 
What yeah, the? that's uh, that's it's spread a... around. It's spread around nicely, isn't it? I think yeah. Moskov had eight. Mm-hmm. He is the leader, Tim Tim Mofi Moskov. Uh, Hickson had three rebounds. It felt like he had six because I think all of those rebounds are six, like sixteen, excuse me. But all of those rebounds ended up being cheap uh, putbacks, which just drove me nuts. Yep. Basically, every one of his shots were like right in front of the rim because either like some type of defensive lapse or a uh, you know offensive rebound or something. Just frustrating night. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's sneaky, Hickson. Like when the ball goes up, you, you got to put a body on him, and he'll get the rebound and throw it back down. Mm-hmm. That's that's his game in a big way. For Farid does that a lot. Six or seven from the floor, obviously very close to the basket on all of those. Another mismatch of the Wolves is these you know these athletic teams. Not only the three point shot, which seems to be the Achilles heel of this team in a huge way, but it's the the athletic inside as well. That's a huge problem. Athleticism, excuse me. Well, this is where um, Barmute is going to help you, you guys a little bit. He's, he's an athletic type. Mm-hmm. Thank God, finally. And boy, you look at that name; it barely fits on these uh, on this program, right? <laughs> it barely fits. It's four. It's five words if you consider uh, a word like the the a in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Good golly. Good golly. Luke Ricard, isn't that Luke Ricard or something? Yeah. Like people call that Richard, but it's Ricard, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Cameroon, huh? Yeah. We'll help, we'll help. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing him get some minutes. That's if uh, Coach gives him minutes. Yeah, I think he has to. It's like, please, you have to, please. You have Flip got... it like, flip it like, I've traded for him, you play him, damn it. Yeah, I mean, we got rid of the guy you couldn't stand, so please bring him. <laughs> Like, please, beg him. So he's from Fonze. Fonze, yes. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. yes, sir. We got a steak. Le steak and le poisson. <laughs> I used to call, uh, what did I call, Nicholas Batum. I used to say Batman with a French accent. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Joey. Yeah? Did Wes Johnson ever score 20? Uh-oh. Did he ever score 20? 27 points for the... T Wolves? <laughs> if he did, I maybe maybe once, and I don't remember. I don't think so though. Maybe, maybe yeah. once, like he had a really hot game. Let me guess. Did did he do it tonight? He dropped. He tonight? dropped. 20, he just dropped twenty seven points in a Lakers victory. Oh my god! Against uh oh, Keelan King. Keelan King. Keelan oh. King. Rip City <laughs> Bad Boys. Man, what the f- no? <laughs> Seriously, well, I might have to might have to tweet him later. <laughs> oh, since since I hardly ever say this word on this show, I, I'm entitled to say it once in a blue moon. Uh, just and if I'm imitating somebody, it's more funny too. <laughs> I can I do what Keelan King must have been saying tonight. Yeah, I'll go for it, mate. It's your show. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, now, what the fuck is Wesley Johnson scoring 27 points against the Detroit Pistons? No. Somebody put a body on Wesley fucking Johnson. No, okay. <laughs> That was a bad imitation, but I had to do it. <laughs> That's how he talks though on the show. But you, but you know what? That's pretty much what he's going to be saying. That is absolutely what he's going to be saying. I got to think. Let's see. Rodney Stuckey play. Okay. He's got to be pissed. Oh, eight of seven, 33 <laughs> minutes. And then they say Rodney Stuckey's not getting traded. I saw that. On- <laughs> Did you see my tweet? Did you see my tweet to Kalen? Oh no! Where, where is it? I, I tweeted him this morning. Uh, yeah, look it up. 
I said, uh, so, sound, so well, it's like the, the Pistons said, say they're not training Rodney Stuckey. Man, they must really hate you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they do. They probably hear the show and they think, nope. Someone's going to be listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So those of you out there that didn't like my, my F-bombs, they, they weren't me. They were Keelan King talking through me. So, <laughs> so you know, I uh, says, Pump, where is he? Where's Johnson having a career here for the Lakers? Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> told well, you, was, he comes to a quality heck? franchise and look what happens. Ah, uh, uh, Rodney Stuckey. Yep, that's like if the Wolves kept Rashad McCants for the last like seven years or something, I would have been, uh, yeah, this would have been an explicit show on iTunes. <laughs> oh, Paul Pierce, two points tonight. Lord of mercy, yep. Oh, my God, yep, and there's Houston. Let's see how many threes they shot. Yep, we got to check it out, got to check it out. Little, little, little on-air, uh, little, little on-air uh, reporting here, guys. Little on-air reporting. Uh, boy, how about them Brooklyn Nets? Boy, who? Paul Pierce, two points, one of six. What the heck is going on here? Well, look Man, at this I, team. I, 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 I'm, I'm with that speech. I have... 15 minutes for, oh my god, the whole all, all the starters played like a couple minutes. Garnett was out. I wonder what that's all about. Probably hurt or something. Or he just blew up at Jason Kidd. Or he hit him or something. <laughs> See, they probably shot. Oh, imagine that. 59%. That can't be threes, can it? They shot 32 threes. Wow. That's rubbing it in. Come on now. 60% of threes? Jeez, I'm glad I'm not on. That's that's even worse than anything. That's even worse than the game with us. They shot sixty percent, sixty, and they shot more. That's crazy. Somebody put a body on Wesley Johnson. I can't watch this shit. No, I gotta do <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow the theme will be how the hell are you gonna let Wesley Johnson score twenty seven points? <laughs> I can hear it. Yeah, that's oh, exactly. Boy. How the hell are you gonna let Wesley Johnson? <laughs> I'm serious. I cannot, I'm I, I cannot wait to listen to that. Oh, that's going to be funny. I hope you're listening out there, uh, Keelan King. <laughs> you gotta, oh, man, I hope you're listening. Oh, it's so fun to listen to, but I feel the pain, though. I feel the pain, trust me. With the threes being given up, and obviously Wesley was hitting some tonight. Six of seven, I believe. <gasps> Six of seven. Oh, looking at this, I'm going to cry now. You know how the, on Yahoo you can pick who's going to win or lose? In the game, yep. who's going to win? Excuse me, sixty-five percent of the Wolves winning, thirty-five at Denver winning. Ugh. I guess they forget how Denver just always beats the Wolves. There's Boston's. <laughs> Explicit. Uh, I think. I think. I think the Wolves will get it together. I, I do think Mbappe Mute will help a lot. lot. I'm so excited. Let, let, let's 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 see. Uh, as BG would say, let's see where they're at at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about the addition in terms of yes, the defense. Like as when you messaged me back on Facebook when I first I was like, what does he do exactly? Because I, I figured I figured there's more to him than four points a game. You know, I, I wasn't gonna just rant about it. I wanted to learn first. You know what I mean? Yep. That's yep. I was like, so so what does he do exactly? And you're like, defense, my friend, defense. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I, I was guessing. I was kind of just guessing that. Yep. But had to know it first before I just start saying, oh, defensive stopper without me even knowing it. So, 
Yeah, because it was it made logical sense. There wasn't the three point shot or anything, obviously. So, um, and it looks well, look, like he, yep. look, he can he can hit a fifteen footer and he can hit the odd three. So he's 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 handy. He's handy yeah. on the offensive side, and he does. And he's got another target for Rubio to hit when the running game gets going. So, oh, good. And he can guard some fours as well. So, so he'd probably be a little more of a runner than uh, Dante Cunningham. I'm, I'm I got to think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think easy. Ooh, Cunningham could be in trouble because there, there's some similarities there. They're about the same size. Uh, the roles are similar. As uh, Cunningham is a defensive stopper essentially, but so that that could be an interesting situation between those two. Though, un- un- unless you want them both out there at the same time, which wouldn't kill me per se. Yeah, I, I could handle that too. Mm-hmm. It, it it wouldn't kill me. I mean. Like, but even though I was ranting earlier about we got to get there, both of us were about getting a Gorgie in there. Yep. So, yep. unless they want to put Cunningham or Bamute at the three, yes, possibly. <laughs> yes, that's another one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, the imitation show, isn't it? Uh, oh, we're just trying to have a bit of fun. That's all we do. Oh yeah, I I love it. That's what it's all about. Loving this right now. Loving this. So, who's our jersey? <laughs> Another copyright infringement, man. Oh, I did it again. Yep. Hank's going to be making a lot of money off me pretty soon here. Jersey worthy. Okay. Uh, next, next thing I'm going to enter the show in with. Welcome into Toronto. <laughs> oh, he's got a set of lungs on in the old Spanks McCoy. Oh, what did he say? Got a set of lungs on him, the old Hank McCoy. Oh, oh my God, yeah, yeah, he should be a singer. Sounds like. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. I, I keep imagining like it's like a we're gonna hear this, like fall over backwards, <laughs> and then you'll jump in. Hey, 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 BG, I think he passed out. <laughs> we're waiting for him to pass out. <laughs> BG passed out. So with that said, this is the Courtside Podcast. I'm your host Vince Germano. <laughs> Just be old Lakers talk. Lakers yeah. talk. It's a little bit. <laughs> I'll wait for that to happen someday. Uh, so, speaking of Jersey Worthy, are we ready for a Lone Wolf Award of the week? Kind of tough choice, but um, look, I, I actually maybe I think it was that tough because I think the one consistent mm-hmm. player that I saw this week was again one of my favorite centers going around, Big Peck. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling that was yeah, yep. Big it's... Peck was doing the business. He had a pretty solid week. I, I can't deny that. Um, part of me almost wanted to lean towards Rubio with how well he played. Uh, I liked how he played against uh, Denver and such, believe it or not, even though it seemed like nobody else did. Um, but it seemed like this is what happened all year last year. It was Pekovic like every week because like nobody else was really doing all that much because uh, obviously loves injury and all that bad stuff. I'll, I'll I'll lean Pekovic again this week with a with a silver silver star award towards uh, yeah that's a purple mafia bit there um, I don't know if you've heard that before, uh, the silver star bit in the past but um, so yeah I'll give that to Rubio the silver star <laughs> oh can't complain with that love 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 me a bit of Rubio oh yeah yeah a lot of Rubio actually. A lot, yeah. He's fun to watch. Another one who will look good in Lakey Yellow one day. Oh, look at you. 
The New York Yankees, the New York Yankees in basketball, right? <laughs> we need a first baseman, uh, Jason Giambi. We need a pitcher, Roger Clemens. You know, we, we need a point guard, Ricky Rubio. Yeah, we need a, <laughs> need a center, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh yeah, ah, oh, those were great days. That was a that was a big signing too. One twenty. I still remember that. I still remember the number exactly. Just one hundred twenty. Oh my, that just I'm smiling right now just thinking about it. <laughs> I just loved it. Oh man, that was a hell of a that was a hell of a couple of hours there. Think about what happened. <laughs> you know, it was like within a couple of hours, wasn't it? Yeah, because they they traded Vlade to Charlotte for this high. Oh school, yeah, yeah, this high school player, and I was like, that was a very suspicious trade because it's like, why would they trade away their best player at the time? <laughs> yeah, it's like Jack's going to L.A., isn't he? And it's like, yep. <laughs> I I uh. I love Vladdy. Loved. He was oh. He was valuable. Oh, great center. Great center. Mm-hmm. Lots of yep, lots of IQ and such and got yep. under people's skin. Which is good actually, but <laughs> Oh man. So, um for Johnny Flynn Award, uh I'm going Kevin Martin all over the place, bad shooting and such. I'll but I'll let you have the floor. Yeah. Well look, I I, I, I was thinking Kevin Martin, but you know what? I'm just going to give it to the whole Wolves <laughs> defense. Yeah, I think. You know, it it was, is poo, as they say. It was poo. You know, big. <laughs> I love when you say that on court side. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it's it's a uh, shocking poo, shies, and any way you want to slice it, mm-hmm. it's got to improve. And that's getting my uh, Johnny Flynn award. Yeah, but it. Yep, I I hear you. I. I'll just stick with Martin for now, but no, that that's good. Sometimes it's good to have a slightly different thing. Yep, the bad, uh, obviously, just terrible perimeter defense, and for me, it's that it's that guy way uh, way on top. Um, where was I saying? <sighs> Hank McCoy simply. Oh, I love this. So yeah, we're gonna slide over to now that we've given out our awards and demerits. Very briefly, a little bit of Facebook interaction. In fact, it's probably pretty short this week. Uh, go to the search bar on Facebook, type in Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves Show. Um, Hank McCoy seems to like uh, endorse one of the Joey-isms. He put, yes, sir. <laughs> LOL, <laughs> he loved that. The, <laughs> that's becoming an ongoing bit, isn't it? Uh, that's good. Good, good, good. Um, Tanay Wilson-Brown, out of New Zealand, was saying... This, I believe, was after the, yeah, it had to be, after the um, uh, Brooklyn game. He's saying, good, yeah, it had to be, right? Good to see the team get a win today. Hopefully, we've got a bit of confidence for Houston now. Oh, man. <laughs> I'd like to see us do something against Harden rather than him than him just scoring on us. Because I remember last year, Harden just kept making the same move and went right past uh, Luke Ridnour, who was out of position. I mean, the Wolves last year didn't have a shooting guard at all, so... Harden just walked past Ridnar like 15 blades in a row, I think. Uh, <laughs> Harden didn't even play. I thought it was going to be all exciting. Martin and Harden, here we go. You know, that Oklahoma trade, but that never came to be. And, of course, um, yeah, of course we got killed anyway. I got it. No. Hmm. So, uh, oh yeah, here we go. Here's one that you'd probably like to see too. Tanay continuing saying, I would love to see Zhang get more time. Uh, oh, just what have, we've been talking about it for however long. We, we want the same thing. We want 
Yes, we, the... yes, we do. Dang it. Okay, sorry. Zang it. Zang it. Yeah, we want him out there. That was a bad joke, but or bad bit, but I, I had to make it. Uh, we really need him out there. Oh, oh yeah, and, and yeah, we have been talking about it pretty much the whole game review section, which is always the feature presentation of the show. Uh, Hank McCoy saying, Hank McCoy saying, <laughs> hey, guys, please... Please, no more Vince Germano. He's everywhere I look. <laughs> oh, serious. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> He's everywhere. Oh, he might be on another one. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> knock, knock. More Palladino, too. It's like, oh, no. The listeners are like, you got to be kidding. No. He says, seriously, though, after what you have seen from the teams in the Western Conference, what team would you at least like to face in the playoffs? And what team... Would you welcome a seven-game series against Thoughts? Ooh. Yep, I've got one. Yep. Well, I think I've got one. Yep. You want to go first? Or... I don't think you you don't want to face... Uh, I don't think you want to face the Nuggets in the playoffs. <laughs> no. Nah, or the Warriors. God almighty. Golden Horrors, pump up. Golden Horrors. Warriors hate the Timberwolves. They hate us. Well, I was that's all right. When you beat them, it's uh, more sweet. <laughs> what team would you welcome a seven-game series against the Wolves? Well, you, you'd, I'd be thinking you'd welcome a series against the Lakers, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. But then again, who knows if that streak will start up again. <laughs> oh, man. But for me, though, ultimately, in the Western Conference, like, say, see, I'm kind of thinking of, you know how, say, we'd probably be a six, seven, eight, right? And so we're thinking of the one, two, threes, because that, that's the way I'm looking at it anyway. Yeah. There is a team. Mm-hmm, there is a team on the Toshiba right now. Well, they're playing against the Golden State Warriors, a team I would absolutely never want to face in a playoff series, ever, I, I, unless something dramatically changed. But some people might say this could be the West Finals. Some people. That is the OKC Thunder. The Wolves always play well against them. I, I was going to say, I tell you what, and, and let's not forget that uh, Love and Westbrook are very, very good buddies. Yes. So I'm thinking Love would be very, very motivated and switched on for this series. It would be awesome. I mean, and Love has had some insane games against this club. Like the 51-point game, double, yeah, I went to overtime and all that, but still, 51 is 51, folks. See it. It was awesome. Um, and that was with no Rubio in the game. 51 points. Remember, that was obviously post-ACL, of course. Thanks a lot, Kobe. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I got to stop it. Um, but that was, yeah. That's who I'd want to play. Just, it's a good matchup for the Wolves for whatever reason. The, the Clippers used to be. I used to be like, yes, Clippers. Now, and no. That one's getting more frustrating with the minute. By the minute, pardon me. <laughs> You like that matchup? I do. I do. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's let's just hope you get there first. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, like, like I could tell someone was on your mind. Like, yeah, you better make it first. <laughs> oh man! Final Facebook uh, Hank McCoy saying congrats on joining the fam because I posted about the oddly. Yes, we are part of the Oddman Media Network. I'm very excited. I can't deny that. Uh, super brief here. There's probably a little bit of tweets going on. Little Twitter, little Twitter at Wolves Explosion. In my case, and in yours again, it is at at Vinrock44. Right? 
Yes, no, it is at uh, V-I-N-R-O-K-44. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yep, that is the one. Um, Kristen Mayer and I got in a very brief conversation about how, yep, I gave him a congrats about the uh, start by the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, he says, thanks. I know it's early, but I'm still excited. I don't I don't blame him at all on that one. Um, let's see. What is going on? Oh, yeah, me and James McKern were talking about uh, that, of course, being boof of the Hoops <laughs> podcast. Boof. Hopefully I'm saying it better now. He's a Celtics fan, of course, Pampa Warriors. Oh, you still love that one, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh. We started to call him Boof now. Yeah, Boof. Look, yeah, I heard that. I was like, oh. That's become a new one. Oh, that, that's another Joeyism. Boof. Yeah. Boof. Oh. Yeah, I was telling him congrats about the, uh, the how the Celtics are, you know, they're, they're playing a little bit better for a while there. And he sa- I said, by the way, I'm in love with Abby Chin. I'm, ass- I'm assuming you know who that is. <laughs> That's their uh, silent order. Oh. You, you, you assume wrong. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. Do you know who that is, too? I, I don't. Oh, yeah. She's a very attractive, uh, I believe, half Asian lady. Ah, uh, yes, sir. She, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sideline reporter with the Boston Celtics, formerly the Trailblazers, uh, I believe. Yes. Yep. So, yeah. Good, okay. Good times there. He was saying, well, oh, my. Oh, go ahead. Well, so I was going to say, well, Booth should probably know that I, I I don't watch teams that stink, so I don't watch oh. the Celtics. Oh, burn. <laughs> burn. Oh, man. <laughs> Zing. Uh, he was saying, oh, my. Same. And also Emily Austin, who is a, a pretty hot blonde, too, as well. So, Yes, sir. After that, after that, yep, you were telling me about the, uh, yep, you tweeted me about the, the trade. Yes, yes. Ad Vinrock traded me for our, traded me, tweeted me <laughs> the real GM tweet. So, yep, do appreciate that because it was kind of an ongoing thing that was going to happen but wasn't official yet. It just kept, but then at that point it was done. So, I do appreciate that always. Yes. So uh, another way to get in contact with the show, of course, I mentioned the Facebook and Twitter. There's also a call-in line that doesn't get enough uh, love. Look at you guys. Look at you. It's uh, 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. That is a product of the sportsstuff.com, which is our flagship website. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention which show you're calling into, which is, of course, Timberwolves Explosion. Statement, shout-out, comment, question, whatever it is, you'll be on with us, and it will be fun indeed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Any closing comments from the People's Champ? Um, I would, if you'd let me, I'd love to uh, plug oh, uh, yes. BG's uh, book. Absolutely, yes, yes. Brad Graham, uh, also, who uh, is on with me and Hank uh, on the Courtside Podcast, he... He is, uh, he's got a book that he's hoping to release soon. It's called Backpack Baller. It's all about uh, Kevin Durant. He has spent a lot of time and effort uh, researching. It's been a number of years he's been working on this. Uh, you can go to the Courtside page on Facebook. Just search in all caps, Courtside. Uh, you can find BG on Twitter on, at Backpack Baller, where he is promoting it daily, um, there's links to on how you can support the book. Uh, there's different different levels of, of donation of, of, of money, ranging from five all the way up to a 
I think it's even a, a thousand. Um, and you get there's great value in anything that you donate. Um, basically, he's just he's, he's trying to raise thirty five thousand dollars to to get this book uh, out in circulation. So, um, right. yeah. uh, check it out. There's there's uh, little excerpts in um, the latest Slam magazine. I'm pretty sure. I think it's got Paul George on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, look, it's it's a, it's a it's a great book from a great guy, and uh, urge you to check it out. It's 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 not it, it's there's something for everyone in there, and um, it's such a good book that even the, the Thunder are, are all over it. So um, yeah, please check it out, and and mm-hmm. and it, look, any any little amount helps, even if it's five dollars. So yeah. um, you can get yourself look if you I think if it's twenty dollars, you get a copy of the the book. Um, you might get a T-shirt. Just just check it all out. There's so much info on the website. Um, yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. Hopefully, I, I did the book justice with that little play. Absolutely, that was fantastic. And I do do second the uh, do second uh, everything you said there. Very very worthwhile. Do get on and do donate if you can. Even as you said, as you said there, even five dollars that that is a big help. I, I got to think, if a lot of people donated five bucks, that would add up in a big way. Uh, absolutely. I'll be very happy to, uh, to join in the donating. Yes. <laughs> um, also, uh, I got to mention real quick too. Yeah. BJ is a great, BG is a great guy. I, I really do appreciate him as well. Very good. Uh, very good, uh, insight on the show, the courts, uh, the courtside podcast, but also he introduced me to Mark Remy as well. Uh, of course, a, uh, member of the Timberwolves organization, of course, he, Works on Timberwolves.com. He also wrote a piece about Timberwolves Explosion and other blogs on thesportstuff.com. I was the only one that wasn't a blog, per se, or me and Marcus, we'll call it. Timberwolves Explosion was the only one that wasn't a blog. as an actual show. So really appreciate BG for all of that. Um, at one point, yeah, they said that I wasn't international, but then they instead did it on did one with us on the locals. So regardless, he really did help introducing me to Mark Remy, who... May or may not be listening, and if he is, hello, and uh, yeah, awesome. Maybe have him uh, on for an interview sometime, talk about his background and talk some wolves, all that good stuff. <laughs> would be cool. Mm-hmm. Would be very cool. Good guy, yes. by the way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very good guy. <laughs> very good guy. I have, to, I have to mention that as well. BG and Mark Remy, both. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So with that, yeah, I definitely appreciate the plug. Nice way to put the wraps on episode one twelve. Copyright, uh, copyright the crossover there by saying put the wraps. <laughs> Good show as well on the sportsstuff.com. New York Knicks, Knicks, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, listen with caution because the teams are struggling, but <laughs> but a very enjoyable listen. Apparently. Yep. Apparently something just happened in the game here, but I'll just leave that alone. Uh, thanks again, though, everyone, for listening. We will be back next week. Will it be Vinrock? Will it be Marcus? Who knows what will happen? We're going we're gonna to keep going as is and uh, be on the lookout for something new at some point. Wink, wink. <laughs> Go Lakers. <laughs> oh, zing! And the Wolves. I love the Wolves, too. Don't, don't get... Stressed out, everybody. Love don't, get, don't get stressed out. Yep. Lakers <laughs> first, Wolves second for me, Wolves first, uh, Celtics second. Yes, yes, Celtics second. <laughs> yes, boof, yes, boof, Celtics second. Yes. <laughs> yep, I'm 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 with them a little bit there. 
All right, so we'll be back next week. Take care, everybody.